Hi there, welcome to North Wall Connect, a podcast series featuring conversations with amazing artists about their life, work, and current projects. This mini podcast episode will be looking at our online exhibition, Winnie and Wilbur's Magical Moments, based on the books by Valerie Thomas and Corky Paul. The exhibition is a selection of Corky Paul's illustrations of his most famous characters, Winnie and Wilbur, featured in the multi-million selling picture books written by Valerie Thomas and published by Oxford University Press. Corky has selected two of his favorite illustrations from each of the 22 picture books exhibited at the North Wall in Gicle Prince. Have a listen to find out more about how accidental blobs become black holes and how trips to the beach turn into inspiration from Sandro Botticelli. We hope you enjoy. First one is from uh, Winnie the Witch, the very first book, and it was Winnie sitting on her Windsor chair with her legs up and Wilbur seated on her toes or on her ankles. I think that was the second drawing I did of Winnie. First one was um, in her house. This gave me what Winnie would look like, was a development of how she would look later on. So you know, she had the long skinny legs, she had the pointy nose, wore glasses, bushy hair, also a view of Wilbur. And the Windsor chair, I was given by a carpenter years ago when I was working in advertising uh, in London, and we did a, a advertising campaign for him, and he paid me with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go pick the chair up from his office, Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, they were actually cabinet maker and they made all kinds of stuff. And so I had to, how do I get this chair home? And so I carried it onto the tube and put it on the tube and then sat on it in the tube, you know. <laughs> and you know what? Nobody said a word. Nobody questioned it. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons. Uh, and just also that it was me working out Winnie and what her house looked. Uh, you know, what her kitchen looked like and the, the bookcase and all the ideas of all the stuff in her house. That's where that all came from. And that picture was what set it off, mm. determined everything. Prior to this, I would do, I was doing little doodles, little sketches of how Winnie would look, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's when I did my very first sketch, the very, very first Winnie I did. Wow. What does she wear? What does a witch wear? You know, you're going through your head, what are, you know, what are witches wear? Okay, pointy hats. Mm. So when I did that, so then when I came to start drawing what's that's called the finished art, then I incorporated the, the, the pointy, the, the bent over yeah. hat. Uh, you know, I was doing my sort of preparatory sketches and thinking about what she should look like. And the first house I drew for Winnie was this little cottage with beams and thatch roof. And then I thought, this is cliched, you know, what's the opposite? Mm. Stately home. And then that kind of opened it up, you see. So I drew this great big stately home as the first picture. And then the second one was, well, she's in a stately home, they have a big kitchen with a big <laughs> yeah. old-fashioned auger and, you know. Why does a witch have to live in a small cottage? Oh. You know, they can live in a nice big home. <laughs> that was the start of how the pages would look as well. And if you look mm. there, there's, um, there's a, a sort of, a border of bricks and then a white area for the text to go in mm. and that de- that design device i started using quite frequently throughout that book and then i carried it over when we did the second book and she was having adventures in other places mm-hmm. so my second choice is um winnie and wilbur in space 
Mm. And this is a picture where she is climbing out of a spaceship, uh, and Wilbur, and they are surrounded by planets, hundreds of brightly colored planets. And what, what I loved about that drawing was, initially I was just going to draw, it's just, I just, you know, two or three planets, I didn't think planets had colors. And then I started looking at the NASA website, which is an extraordinary website, of all these photographs that have been taken in space by various spaceships that, the, that NASA have sent up. And it's full of color. It's quite extraordinary. Not just black space. So I incorporated that into, into the planets and I started having so much fun trying to make my, you know, just planets out of my imagination with different colors and different stripes and some have got um, mm -hmm. volcanoes and some have got, haven't got, and some have got little stripes of color so on them. These planets were just all from your imagination. You mm, drew them all. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at, you know, and I, I looked at, you know, uh, Saturn has, has is kind of pinky color and stuff. So I, I, I use that. But then what, um, what, what always reminds me of this drawing does, uh, and <clears throat> I'm now sitting in my studio at two o'clock in the morning and I'm fiddling. The drawing's finished. And I dip my pen into some ink, dip it in the ink, and then I'm looking around and then suddenly a blob of ink just goes onto the drawing. Onto one of the planets, right onto one of the planets. Yeah, you know, classic blob, you know, all the little yeah. flash marks. Yeah, that. little splash blob. I should be in bed, you know, what am I doing up now? You know, I should have <laughs> finished. So just, you know, that's the hardest thing, knowing to when to stop. So and then I suddenly had this idea. So I blotted it and got, got a hairdryer. I use a hairdryer to dry things quickly. And then I, I painted out a, a mixer. There's this white opaque paint, and I mix it with some watercolor, color, and it makes it opaque so I could cover over that black blob. But then I'll, mm, no, I'll just extend that black blob, and then I put a little bit of shading around it so it looked like a little donut hole, and then I put little stars in there, and you have a black hole in mm -hmm. space. <laughs> so a, a, a 2 a.m. drip made a black hole enter <laughs> space. So if you put this pencil into a black hole, it would weigh the same as a bus. <gasps> really? And you try to explain, use it as an explanation of how strong gravity is. Mm. Oh, and that's what it does. And it's bending light. You know, it's so strong. And then my third one is Winnie Under the Sea. Mm. Uh, I spend part of the year in Greece. There's a beach on this island where I go. Uh, it was where Aphrodite was born, or they claim Aphrodite was born. She rose out of the foam. Aphros is foam in Greek. Deity is a word for God. Mm. So she's the goddess of foam, goddess of love. She rose out of the foam, saw how rocky and barren this island was, and plunged back into the ocean and got born in Cyprus. <laughs> this beach is instantly recognizable to the residents of the island. Mm. And so they saw the book, they all recognized. It's mm. called, Pal called Paleopoli Beach. Uh, and Paleopoli means old city, because there used to be an old city there in ancient times. In fact, uh, Odysseus came past that beach on his trip back from the Trojan Wars. 
and he got blown off course around Cape Malia, which is the bottom of the Pennies, and then blown onto where we think is the land of the Lotus Eaters. There's all that story there. Um, and I did it as a homage to Botticelli's Birth of Venus, or Birth of Aphrodite, Venus being the Roman name. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I went and got a reference of, because I wanted to get the shell. That was the, the key thing, was the shell of mm. Botticelli's shell, which is instantly recognizable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I tried to copy Botticelli's style, I don't know how successful it was, but it looks like it. And I, then I put Winnie in there. And Wilbur, of course, and because she, she's coming back out the ocean. Mm -hmm. uh, she's much more demure than Botticelli. She's got a little bathing costume and stuff on. And then I just put in the background, there is that cliff face. And that cliff face actually has a what looks like a face. So my children, when they're little, used to call it Poseidon's face. Mm. But so I changed it into the profile of Winnie's face. <laughs> look at it carefully uh, and so there's all those little references and then there's all stuff on the beach because we used to go to the beach and have a braai or what is known as a barbecue but we call it a braai and there's all the diving gear we used to take our goggles and all this. so it's just it's like a remembrance of my days on the beach with the kids when they were little mm. um, so those, those are my three drawings and quite a I was quite, quite uh, I like that idea it sprang into my head and where it came from I have no idea Sometimes the best ideas are always like that. <laughs> you don't know where they come from, but once they enter a page, they're mm -hmm. just there to stay. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, this is amazing. Having your favorite works go from black holes to Sandra Botticelli <laughs> inspiration. Yeah. Uh, it's quite a repertoire Winnie has built herself up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Finding she's herself got, in funny situations. She's got all sorts of, you know, over the years, she's, you know, she's got a helicopter mm -hmm. made out of pumpkins. pumpkins. Mm -hmm. okay. She's got a helicopter, she's got a rocket, she, which she made from scrap metal. She's got, uh, she has a Bugatti car. Um, <laughs> it's got to be a Bugatti. <laughs> uh, which was my son's idea, actually, but it's not a Bugatti, it's a Bugatti. She's got a submarine and she has a pool in the shape of a, of a moon. Yeah, and the other thing I do is I put myself in there too. So oh, I'm yeah. often like a little, little Hitchcock touch, you know. <laughs> anyone uh, who's met you can see a direct link between uh, well, the adventures. I'll be without my beard, so you just have yeah. to look for the handsome guy in the picture, and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Corky, thank you so much for telling us about those favorite works. I'm sure everyone will be so excited to hear about them, especially being able to look at all the works online. All right, Corky. Take care. See Bye. Ya. Then let us know which Corky works are your favorite. Can you send a picture to us and draw it? Thank you for listening to this short episode of Northwall Connect. We really enjoy talking to Corky Paul about his favorite artworks that are exhibited on the Northwall website. We hope that you can check out our digital exhibition for more information and activities that can be completed at home. As the exhibition enters its digital life online, prints remain available for purchase. Please email contact at thenorthwall.com, seating which prints you'd like to purchase with your name and contact telephone number. For more information, do check out our website at thenorthwall.com, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye!